You're listening to the Vineyard Community Church Podcast with Pastor Rick Francis. For more information, visit vccmountcomfort.org. Well, good morning. It's good to have you with us today on the first Sunday of 2021. Everybody say 2021. Who's written a check already and put 2020? Anybody? Oh, just one? Okay. It's amazing how those, those habits kind of stick with us and, and we move into something new and we still remember how we signed those checks with the old 2020. Well, Chuck has already mentioned that uh, the prophetic words that have been coming, we want to make this a week of, of just spending time in the presence of the Lord, writing down what the Lord's sharing, what He's revealing to you. Some of these will just be personal words to you. Feel free to share those with us. Right now, I think it's more significant that we start sharing what the Lord is speaking to us, knowing that it may not apply to anybody else, but you never know until you share it with another person. And the kind of encouragement that what he's speaking personally to me can have for others. And so I wanna encourage you to do that. Then some of you are, are more in tune and developed in the prophetic, and we just wanna encourage you to just spend some time listening for what the Lord's saying uh, for the family, for the fellowship, for the local church, for our region. Uh, just listen and hear and let his heart speak to you. Lord, we want to hear what you're saying to us. And so we open up our ears. It's time for a holy clean out the wax in the spiritual ears uh, event. Have you ever had that done? Scared me to death. I think I was about seven years old and I kept turning the TV up and it was way too much. And, and, uh, they finally realized that I was having hearing problems and took me to the doctor and then he irrigated my ears and I guess all sorts of wax came out and uh, there's all sorts of ways to do that differently now. But as a little kid, it was quite traumatic having Niagara Falls crash into your ears. But let's get our ears open, invite the Holy Spirit to speak and let's hear what he has to say. I wanna remind us a few things, just a few exhortations uh, before we get into the introduction of our new series. I, I was thinking, oftentimes when you're, when you're beginning something new, it's good to go back and review the fundamentals. Uh, if you've ever watched Hoosiers, when Gene Hackman comes to the little high school hickory, uh, the first thing he does is he talks about the fundamentals and they, they practice dribbling and passing and, and all that kind of stuff. They don't even get to shoot for I don't know how long until they get reestablished in the fundamentals. And, and that picture kind of came to me as I was preparing for today. And I thought, Lord, what's some of the fundamentals that you want me to, to focus on that I can share with, with my, my family? And it's, it's the first thing that I heard was, the kingdom, in the kingdom of God, everything is about relationship. Everything is relational when it comes to the kingdom of God. It took a long time for me to, to realize that and how many times when I don't realize that that is primary, how often I pursue 
aspects of the kingdom and miss the reality of the relationship that we have with the king himself. It's all about our relationship with the Father, Son, the Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit. Always, always, always relationship, okay? Number one, raise your finger. Number one, the kingdom of God is about relationship. Always remember that, always remember that. A lot of the good stuff kind of takes over the best. And this year we wanna keep our focus on the best and let the good come to us accordingly. When we look at the principles of the kingdom, when we look at the principles in scripture, when we look at spiritual disciplines, when we look at Bible knowledge, these are all wonderful, wonderful things. But if, if they're not put in the context of relationship, it's amazing how they can keep us blind to what the Father's doing. When we gain knowledge without love, what's, it, what's the benefit? Doesn't edify. So you can have all the knowledge in the world. You can know the scriptures from Genesis to Revelation. You can know all of it, but you lose the reason of why you've studied. You study to know the author, to be in relationship with the author. Not so that you can win arguments and you can straighten out the preacher and uh, the church and everybody else that's not doing it right. You do it to know him and then he'll lead and guide you. Second thing that I, that I saw was, let's look at prayer. It's so important because we are spending time with him when we're praying. When we're praying, we're talking to the Lord, we're listening, we're, we're releasing the stuff that's deep in our hearts. We're talking about our urgent situation, our cares, our needs, some of the anxieties that have come across. And prayer, once again, I, I feel like we need to just realize the fundamentals of, of really spending time in conversation with Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. There's a soaking. There's personal time with the Father. It makes us aware of his presence. I don't know if John Wimber taught in the early days of the vineyard his favorite prayer. Help! A one-word prayer, but it's his cry out to the Lord. Lord, help. May, may, may help get highlighted in our hearts this year. May we keep our conversation with the Lord. We'll find that when prayer takes its rightful place, gossip will oftentimes dissipate into the background. But when prayer isn't in its rightful place, it's amazing how a whole host of other things will come to the forefront that look good, but they're so religious that the enemy knows how to use religious goodness for his own advantage. Keep prayer with a person. It's about relationship. Third, this kind of caught me by surprise, fasting. I thought, oh my, fasting. Hmm. 
I think there's something that the Lord's going to teach us about our relationship with him that may for many of us include some new discovery of the significance of fasting. Uh, I, once again, if we just make it a discipline, if we just make it a habit, or we do something like that, there won't be a whole lot of fruit. But as we're working in our relationship with him and we're praying, and then the Lord starts to, to lay something about fasting, and it may not just be about food. It could be about a lot of different ways in which he wants us to fast this year. And uh, we'll let him customize that to each one of us. The next is giving. Oh yeah, beginning of the year, preacher's gonna talk about giving. Tithes and offerings, make sure you get, no, no, no. The, The sense I got was that there's a new level of giving for 2021. That he's wanting to teach us more about his generosity. That's why I had selected our corporate reading on generosity today. Because our Father in heaven is the most generous being there ever was. And as we see him and know him and get conformed and become like him, you'll find that your heart will want to express generosity. You'll want to be as giving as he is. Giving first in in love and then the tangible expressions of love, all the different ways that that will go. I think it's way beyond just what you do here at the church. It's how you give in the world, how you give of yourself, and how you give of the graces and the gifts that he gives to you and give to others. Giving the kingdom away. I think there's something that is gonna be amazing this year as we look to giving. In a, in a significant way. Uh, just a sidebar, we have a $14,000 roof debt and we've been collecting and, and you've been faithful. We have $10,800 towards the $14,000 debt. I just wanna say, Lord, you, you have blessed you have blessed so much. And we just want to trust you even more and see how he continues to do the wonderful thing. But I think giving is going to be a huge part. It's, I, I know that when I'm around my brothers and sisters in Christ who are givers, I'd never see lack in their life. I've never seen lack in their life. And it seems like the more generous they are, the more blessing and favor they have. Now, that's why I say it's all gotta be relational. Remember it's relationship. If you think you've stumbled on how to get rich quick in the kingdom, I'm gonna give this so that God will give me that, uh, you're missing out on what I'm saying. Motive is really important. But when, when we're moving in our relationship with him and it's coming out of love, I think we will, we will move into different realms of giving than we've ever known. And sometimes I think it may take a step of faith. It may take just that initial perforation of the way we've always done it to just press through and see what's there. He will give you the grace to press through. 
Do it out of your relationship with him, not out of some program, some technique that you're going to use, out of your relationship with him. Then I was just thinking, I, I, I need to be more mindful of eternity, realizing that my relationship with God is just not for the 70, 80, 90 years that I have here on planet Earth. It, it has to do with all eternity. It's an everlasting relationship. It will go forever and ever. And because of that, I need to not just live so, so within the confines of the natural realm now. I need to be pressing in and asking, Father, from your vantage point, how are you seeing things down here? What is it that I need to do? What direction do I need to go? How are things going here? Let me see with your eyes. See my relationships. Let me see with your eyes. How do you see them? I think it's going to be really, really important for us, especially if we're going to be releasing the kingdom, releasing salvation, healing, deliverance, freedom from addictions, all of those kind of things. We have to see how he sees people. We have to see how he sees bondages. We have to see what's going on in the king, from the king's perspective. What's happening in the spiritual realm? You know, a lot of times when Jesus was on the planet and he came across a person and they were uh, contorted physically, he knew that it was a demon. It was a spirit of affliction that had contorted the body or that had brought the condition that was manifest in the physical. We need to be able to see in the spiritual so that we can see what's going on. Paul writes in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 17 and 18, for our light momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. You've heard the expression, so heavenly minded, no earthly good. I think the devil probably was the one that spoke that. <laughs> I, I find it very difficult to believe that someone can be so heavenly minded that they aren't a treasure to the earth. And uh, now if, if it's religiosity, yeah, if someone is so religious, they may be of no earthly good. But if they are so heavenly minded because they're in relationship with Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I guarantee you they are worth their weight in gold to the earth. Hmm. Okay, those are my fundamentals for 2021. Put them in, put them in your playbook. Let relationship be first and always be mindful. When, when you're doing good stuff and there's no joy, just say, Lord, where's the relational dynamic? Am I, am I off center? Am I doing a lot of good stuff, but I'm missing out on the relationship with you while I'm doing it? And let him put you on a little course correction. Well, we're getting ready to start a series on how is our soul. 
And being a Methodist in my earlier days with John Wesley, I mean, back him and Charles, they would uh, have these new converts and they would gather on Wednesdays and they'd have a class meeting. And in the class meeting, they would go around the room and put everybody on the spot with the question, how is it with your soul? Now, mind you, nobody felt like they were on the spot because they weren't living in our society where we really value our ability to be present but not engage. These were people that were coming out on a Wednesday night after working all day because they wanted to grow. They understood the value of community in their own individual development. And they also understood that as they got healthier, the group got healthier. The church, the fellowship got healthier. And so there was a real commitment to uh, gathering together and, and checking with one another, how is it with your soul? I think that's uh, one of the keys of 2021 is, as we begin, is really getting a good assessment in our relationship, not in our counseling, but in our relationship with the Lord and allow him to show us, how is it with my soul? How is our soul collectively? See, spiritual growth just doesn't happen. It's, it's like everything that's relational. It takes time and it takes effort. You're not going to grow with the Lord Jesus if you're not spending time with him. That's why prayer is up at the top. You got to spend time with him. And if we're going to grow spiritually, if we're going to grow developmentally as a, as a human being even, we've got to spend time allowing the Holy Spirit to show us how we're doing. Has anybody ever had a blind spot? You think you're really doing well and all of a sudden you get clobbered because you didn't see that one coming. Yeah, I wish I had a nickel for every time that happened to me. It's like, we have blind spots. That's why we need each other. We need each other so that we can listen to what the Lord's saying to us and through others to us. In Psalm one, seems like a good place to start the first of the year. Looking at it in the New Living Translation, it says, Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked, or stand around with sinners, or join in with scoffers. But they delight in doing everything the Lord wants. Day and night, they think about his law. They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season without fail. Their leaves never wither. In all they do, they prosper. And the analogy between how a tree grows and how we grow, it, it has to do with where our roots and where we're planted and how accessible is the water, the sun, how, how, how accessible is the minerals that's in the soil. And... Uh, I know when we go to Costa Rica, the land is so rich, they just take tree limbs that have fallen and stick it in the ground and they start growing. And that's how they make a lot of their fences. They'll just take, they'll just take the sticks and put them next to each other. And then the next time you come by, 
the foliage has just covered and, and made a barrier, a boundary. The richness of the soil is so important. Just because you're a seedling and the Lord has planted his love in you, now you have a part to play. How do I nurture my relationship? By spending time, by being with him. You've got to look at all the different things. As a tree, I, I love this picture in Psalm 1, bearing fruit each season without fail. I love that, without fail. The faithfulness of, of being fruitful. So this is in our prayer, our study, our self-care, in our community life, and our fellowship with our family, with our local church family, our friendships, where we're working, and the mission, the mission that the Lord has given to us. Personal spiritual development is intentional. It's a series of choices that we make all day long. It's not something that we do just on Sunday. Back in the old days, Sundays, Sunday night, and Wednesday. But it's choices to be like Jesus, made with conviction in which the Holy Spirit breathes upon. So from how is it with your soul to how is it with our soul? How is it with us corporately? How are we doing, Lord? Well, the whole world has been affected by 2020. The pandemic has, has if you're on planet Earth, you've been touched. Um, the election has come for those that are in the, in the United States and, and the effects of that has, has hit. And, and then you look at all the different things that have taken place. This year, it seems like, I don't know if it's because I'm older, but there's been more deaths. I've experienced more deaths of significant people close to me, probably this year than I've ever, ever experienced. There's been more loss of life by precious people. Some COVID, others not, but there's been a lot of loss. This has profound impact on us individually, but also corporately. You know, when you look at, at, at some of the things that have been global in nature, you look at the World War One and World War II, you look at some of those dynamics and how it's affected a whole generation. You look at the Great Depression of the 1930s, and if, if your families grew up in that, um, it changed how they viewed life. It had such an impact on them that it changed the way they looked. How is 2020, how is our generation being impacted? And that's why we think that this is a, a good place to begin 2021, is just saying, Lord, how is it with our soul? Our soul. So we're gonna have several series of messages. One will be about uncertainty. And these are kind of uncertain times. You know, some have lost jobs, some have quit jobs, some have changed jobs. Uh, some have life is different this year than it's ever been in years gone by. Others have loss. So we'll have a week that we'll look specifically at our losses. What have we lost? 
Then we'll look at fear. You know, there's, there's a natural apprehension when there's uncertainty and when there's loss, there's, there's always on the heels of that a fear. But there's a spirit of fear that's trying to attach itself to everything that it can to explode upon us an anxiety and a fearfulness that is designed to paralyze us and keep us from living the life that we've been called to live. And the last week we'll look at change. And I think 2021 will bring some changes. And it's not just to go back to the way it was. It's like, Lord, what is the way you want it to be? That's the way we want to change. We want to change the way you are preparing us to change. And you'll find that this whole thing is designed for community. We're going to be, as a staff, getting together and talking about some of the creative ways that we can do community on this, because I think this is, this is an opportunity for some hearts that haven't been heard that need to be heard, giving them an opportunity to speak and to find out what can take place and to realize God's healing community is where healing takes place. It's nice when you have an individual moment with the Lord and he heals something inside of you. That's, that's great. But oftentimes we find that we're not even aware what we need healed of until we get together, invite the Holy Spirit to show us. And when the Holy Spirit shows us, then we follow the direction. We share it with those around. We get input and we get prayer. And we're cared for. Now the thing that was unidentified that was inside our heart has now been identified. As it becomes identified, then it can be dealt with. It can be loved on. It can, it can receive the healing grace from above. And it gets the support of our brothers and sisters who come around to pray with us and for us. And then we get to celebrate with the last song of today. Thank you. Thank you. I think 2021 is going to be a, a big year of thank you, Lord. Thank you for the changes that you've made in my heart. Thank you for the changes in how I live. Thank you, Lord, for the direction that you're taking me. I want to follow in your steps and go the direction that you have for me. We understand that from Ecclesiastes 4, verses 9, 10, and 12. Two people can accomplish more than twice as much as one. They are a better return for their labor. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But people who are alone when they fall are in real trouble. Especially if they don't have help, I've fallen and I can't get up. Mm. A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. The wisdom of scripture, the need for community, definitely for 2021. See, we are better together, and as we are better, so is the soul 
of our community. And that's what we want to see. I want to see your soul prosper as the Lord prospers your soul. And for us to prosper within our soul as a fellowship, as we collectively care and prosper with each other. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. To receive more audio content from The Vineyard, click the subscribe button in iTunes.